forever. Dog. The future is death. This week on the podcast, Sinclair Smith's Second Sight. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing Second Sight by Sinclair Smith. Man, another uh, weird buddy cop thing between yeah, a teenager. What is this? <laughs> what is this genre? Genre? Yeah. What is this of these books where it's like, and then. A teen girl, or I guess she's possibly not a teen because it doesn't really say she's in high school. She's like st- staying with her sister in Brooklyn. Yeah. But a young girl is like hooks up with like a grizzled cop to solve murders <laughs> that are like way out of her purview. <laughs> They're like completely out of her purview. I mean, at least. At least in her case is because she had a psychic's cornea implanted into her head. <laughs> And that's so like, do, it used to work with the cops before. And so it makes like somewhat more sense. Okay, when the, less sense. <laughs> when the cop was like, I was in love with the psychic. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, he's going to fall in love with the girl who has the psychic's cornea. <laughs> well, it was very, she goes, you were in love with her. And he goes, oh, yeah, she, she, she wasn't it, in she love with it. me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she's also picked up the ability to read emotions by and character by shaking people's hands, which turns out not to serve her at all. No. No, 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 no. In fact, throws her off the scent to the real killer. For someone that is a psychic, Mm -hmm. okay, I think she would have been better off had she not been psychic. Because the psychic... Yeah, because for one thing, she wouldn't have been involved at all. I mean, okay, sure. Okay, <laughs> let's say let's say that like she got involved somehow and wasn't psychic. I think that mm-hmm. would have been better than her, because her psychicness did not it help keeps, solve the crime. Like it helps, it helped prevent murders. Sure, it did not help sure, sure, solve sure. the murders. No, it merely put her in the line of fire. <laughs> Definitely, put which her helped. In the line. It it made her bait. <laughs> It made her bait. It put her in the like in 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 the crosshairs of the killer, uh-huh. um, which allowed them al- to capture him. Also, yes. Also, I mean, there is like a really weird, inaccurate description of DID in this and portrayal. Like, I feel like they're like, yeah, um, d- different personalities, duh. And one is a murderer. Except what's weird is that the original personality was a murderer. <laughs> and then and then the murderer made another personality that would be normal. Like, do you did you did you feel like that was weird? That was the weirdest part for sure. <laughs> is that like so, so I was like, so <laughs> so the 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 real guy is fake. Yeah. And doesn't know anything about how did he make him? What you know do you mean what? you made him it's, up? It's it's like if Brad Pitt's character Tyler Durden, you, you know what I mean? Like if Brad's kid, Brad yes. Pitt's character made invented up the Ed narrator, Norton. yeah, and yeah, and then we ended the book only talking to Tyler Durden. Yes, yes, but then Edward Norton gets arrested. Yes, so it's very but, um. So weird. Do you think he was lying then? 
No, I think that was like the author being like, this is a really cool idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they were like, oh, yes, it is that he was always a murderer, but then he invented like this personality that would help him like right. Dexter his way. Like, you know, but like he be was like normal. so good at inventing the personality that the personality didn't know it was just an invented oh. personality. Yeah. Cause That's the personality didn't even crazy. know. Yeah. Yeah. That is wild to have that ability. That's yeah. like the show severance. You know what? <laughs> I wish that I could create this like other persona that like, takes over when I like just don't want to deal with life. Yeah, that's that the concept way. of severance. Oh, is, is it? I like, haven't watched severance so yet. So the concept of severance on, on Apple TV Plus, uh, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I heard it's good. It, People like it. It's a, a, a corporation invented a way to like sever your work self and home self so oh that you're not even conscious of your work self. Like you <gasps> go into an elevator and when you come out of the elevator to go to work, your your work self and so then you just you just come to when it's time to go home oh my god and so, so are you people have just no like... idea what you're doing at your job but basically what it does is then you've invented this other personality who only lives to work yeah and has yeah. no say over any aspect of their life and it does it know that it's invented yes it's explained oh, okay. to them as soon as they wake up Wow. Okay. But it's so like then that's super like, fucked up and the show deals with that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, because you're basically creating like a slave. Yeah. Man. I mean, so I guess, but they, I guess they have the awareness, whereas like this guy just thinks he's a super. Yeah. This guy's just living his whole life, not knowing that he has this like murdering self. Yeah. And you know what's weird? That idea is weird enough that I feel like we should have explored it more. And instead it was like one sentence and it was like. I mean, clearly it's well, the thing that we've talked about the most. We haven't even talked about the main I character. Know. Well, because the main character, like who cares? Uh, uh, what even is her name? Huh? Oh, it's really weird. That's what. Grayson. Grayson. Because it sounds right. like it should be the cop's name to me. Yes, it does. Yes, it's a very copish name. But Grayson's our main character. She's living with her sister um, in NYC, baby, in a Brooklyn sixth floor walk up. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard, man. It's hard living in NYC. I also um, felt nothing about the romance. I did feel something. And it's the fuck Jared. <laughs> Because he's acting like an asshole the second you're not, you express like any kind of like, I have some shit to deal with. He pouts like a whiny little baby. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, if you don't want to see me, just say so. <laughs> I know. Also, he's just like constantly like, like, I don't know. He's doing that Why like red herring kind of with thing with part. his brother. Yeah. It's like my brother, he's bad. And then so when it came out about it being like a stepbrother revenge. <laughs> Yeah, then I thought Jared was the abusive stepbrother yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. imagine. I mean, it just here's the thing. Describing this book, it's more interesting than reading it because reading it is extremely boring. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a very boring book. for us to be like, okay, so this guy like is a murderer, but he created an alter ego uh, slash like other personality sort of not accurate at all to any kind of real DSM-5 thing. Um that is like just a hapless like apartment super 
um and he does this because he's like doing stepbrother revenge on his like stepbrother who is maybe already dead and just keeps killing different people that he eventually thinks are his stepbrother but then it like only calms the monsters for so long and then he like gets back to it like that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. but we're like mired in so much like well, what's Grayson doing Grayson's like hanging out with this cop and I didn't I was a little nervous because they were like because they Sinclair Smith was like he was young for a cop and I was like hmm yep but then. I was like, unless he's Doogie Hauser, I'm not I'm not <laughs> shipping it, which it wasn't a romance at all. It wasn't. And also, I never got any like, no, sexy cop vibes from him. It was like the exact same type of relationship as the other like buddy cop, like cop and teenage girl thing where it's just like, why are why? 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 Why are you guys why partners? Are you so willing to take her on <laughs> so quickly. It's because he's, I mean, he it's wants not to get nearly it. as strange as yeah, he wants to get it on her with her cornea. <laughs> it's not nearly yeah, yeah, as wants to, He wants to get his hands on that cornea, dude. He's like, like, oh, like Jenny. Jenny. But yeah. it like cause she does actually provide information at least. It's not just yes. like a cop forcing a teenage girl yeah. against her will to get better at being a cop to be a cop and then also like there also is no reason this girl should be she's not good at she's not being good a at cop. it this it's, at least at she least has not that yeah she's she she's got two things going for her one psychic as hell mm -hmm. two she's got a cornea that won't fucking quit okay because it is <laughs> It is a banging cornea. It's a captivating cornea. <laughs> he's just like, wow, just like knowing that he's that she's got that dead psychic's cornea in her eye. Uh, you know, he's like titillated. Mm -hmm. um, Do you want to read the back of the book before we get yeah, 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 mired yeah. any further in like, like haphazardly describing a book that <laughs> makes no sense? <laughs> yes. Good reads. All right, let's see what you got going on. Second sight. What you got going on? Good reads. Okay, this is very short. Are you ready? Also, the cover that they have on Good Reads is hideous. This is maybe the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's not good. <laughs> okay, right. One moment, I made you yawn. Mm, okay. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> okay, all this talk about her cornea. I forgot she used to be blind. <laughs> yep. She sure did. Okay. Blind until an operation enables her to see, Grayson is shocked when she also develops the ability to see into the future. And when she becomes involved in a deadly mystery, she foresees her own death. Um, it was also really like roundabout because like at first I was like, okay, so she's seeing like the way that the person whose cornea she has died. Yep. Which is what she thought. Yeah. At first as well. And I was like, what a cool thing. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But that's not it. That's not it. It's very roundabout. I will roundabout. say it is still very in interesting. Oh, it's a, it's very interesting. Uh, and clearly Sinclair Smith, whoever that really is. Um, sorry, just laughing. <laughs> Goodreads, second sight cover. Um, yeah, it's so ugly. Very it's interesting. so it's ugly. Like, why is that the moment of the book that you, you are showing? <laughs> Yes. Also, okay, the log line or the tagline, what you will see will scare you to death. <laughs> what you will see will <laughs> wait till you see what you will see. Um, it's 
it's clear that whoever Sinclair Smith is, um, like, did some research on eye surgeries and what, yeah, why someone might get this operation. Yeah, but also don't worry about any kind of recovery because she's doing so well. She really has no trouble acclimating to now having an entirely new sense. Mm-hmm. Which I guess she didn't. Oh, she wasn't always blind, right? Because she lost yeah, her sight. Yeah, it does seem that she like progressively went blind, right? And so she is accustomed to having sight for most of her life. It, it seems. Yes. Yeah, because it's really treated like um, not. <laughs> it's not really like blowing her mind no. that she can see now. <laughs> She's just like kind of got a little bit of vertigo. She's like, oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I don't have to walk. Well, and with now anymore. she's like, "Oh, great! Now I can really just ogle this boy." Mm-hmm. The characters were all nothing, and even that girl that was her friend was like nothing. Yeah, Grayson truly like no character whatsoever. I don't know what her. In- all I know is she really didn't want to be viewed as an oddity. Yeah, which I got. By people. I was like, fair. okay, fair. Uh, I know nothing else. I don't know what she's interested in. Nothing. I don't know where she goes to school. I don't know what she plans on doing. I don't know how old she is. I don't know mm. how old she is. Truly, I have no idea how old she is. I mean, I would guess she's like under 30. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she could be on the Forbes 30 under 30, you know, like she's. I, she like, I, she's staying with her sister who has a grown ass job in Brooklyn. Yeah. And. I, I guess, you know what? Maybe she's doing like a no gap year thing. No mention of the thing. parents. They me- yep. Yeah, they mention her parents. Oh, they do? Yeah, but like, it was literally like, mom and dad are going to kill me because I'm taking care of you. That's what the sister says. Oh, but it wasn't like, we had no idea what they thought of the arrangement. We had no idea if nothing they, they it was their idea. No, just that they or exist. Or her idea. They just are parents. Yeah. We know she has them. She has parents. She has they do exist. Parents. She doesn't live with them. That's what we mm-hmm. know. Uh, I don't know whether she's like, is she a planner? Is she a type A? Is she? I have no, like, I don't know. If I put, if I put like a banana split in front of her, I have no idea like what she would think or do, you know, like if I asked, like, I don't no, know. If I she's- do know about the banana split because now that you mention it, the only thing we do know is that these sisters love to eat ice oh, cream. Oh, yeah, they do love ice cream. You know what? You're right. But maybe she doesn't, she wouldn't like it on a banana. But that's like it. They yep. do like ice cream because they. she's like, wow, now that me and my sister are living together, we both love ice cream. So it's always in the we house. Eat it all in the <laughs> <laughs> Like her dinner is cheese and crackers and ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Which then- is sad, but also what I would do yeah <laughs> something i would do yeah i mean i've been there I've, I've done that and honestly if you're a young person and you're living with your sister and you're out in, in new york city you know you're gonna do what you're gonna do yeah you're probably not gonna cook for yourself um, but yeah she has no character jared it, mina is talkative the friend <laughs> and has a boyfriend yeah t- she's talkative that's something about her she seems nice enough. She took her to go get mm-hmm. her eyes looked at. Yeah. The doctor is like weird. The doctor is weird. It, it seems like he can like turn on and off his emotions. Because <laughs> he like smiles warmly at her when he says she did well. And then the smile just like disappears and his face goes cold for, for when they're talking about the rest of the visit. I was like, yeah. okay. 
I was like, I guess we're trying to think. And also, he's a celebrity doctor. Mm-hmm. Well, he at least he's involved in a lot of charities. And so he gets his photo taken with celebrities quite frequently. Yes. And in we don't case know you're if wondering, he attends to the celebrities. Though. So one of the deaths that she sees <laughs> is Zeke. the death of I, he's a producer. Like Zeke Taylor or something. Yeah. Like Hollywood producer. Yeah. Who like, falls. you know, one of those Hollywood producers who lives in New York. Wait. So who killed him? The, the guy, the killer? Uh-huh. Huh? Because he saw him on TV and reminded him of his brother. Okay. And he and also like had a medallion. Okay, what's the medallion? I didn't get the I medallion. I don't know what this fucking medallion is. Did he kill is. it with the, the medallion? This- like what was the- He was just holding did it? Did he kill him for the Was the medallion? Did the medallion belong to the killer? Is and the- Zeke took it? Is it just like a medallion people have? Is it a like a little tiny necklace? I, I couldn't it, it's tell. It's just like a little tiny necklace with a lion on it. Is it was the medallion his stepbrothers? Oh wait, yes, I think it was. Like it belonged to the stepbrother, or it like no, it belonged. He just says it belonged to him, and then he saw Zeke with it on TV, and so I think it's just a fucking necklace. What that Zeke also happens to have because Zeke is not the stepbrother. No. no. And who was abusing the killer as a child. Yes. And the killer and like, says, like, he, I saw him. He seemed like my brother, that, or my stepbrother, that he was my stepbrother. So then I killed him and it felt great. And uh-huh. then I realized, then I realized, no, he is not, not my stepbrother. <laughs> so stepbrother's dead, right? We Like, he was killed by him, you think? Or just like took off. Listen, look, do whatever it is, you know, establish your own boundaries with your own family. Right. But well, if like, my brother was that guy, you would not catch me talking to him or hanging out with him. But also he helped make this guy. Oh, that's true. Like, I guess in abusive. this world I would be an abuser. <laughs> yes. You'd be an abuser who no longer who decided to cut off contact with his victim. <laughs> <laughs> like he used to dangle his brother over high yeah. places. Oh, right, because he does like, he's scared balcony. of heights. Yeah, and so that's why he wants to push him why he wants to push everybody off high places <laughs> to kill them. Yeah. But not not push them. He wants to drive them by holding a knife. Yes. he. That's his MO is to like scare someone into falling off of a tall thing. Mm-hmm. Like with he a was knife. scared that he would fall off tall yes. things as a child. Yes. And he was put into a mental institution and then invented a mild-mannered alter ego to to get himself out of the hospital to get himself released yes and that's why because like the personalities are so airtight because she also has a thing where like if she shakes hands with someone she can like tell what kind of person they are or if she like touches something of theirs so she shakes hands with him and she's like oh my god he's a sweet soul he would never harm a fly so like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna let him be in my house and it's because it was the invented it was the invented personality that's a really like that's what's weird. I I don't think that this disorder is controllable. Here's what I think. I think he's doing the work. I think he's mastered his craft. <laughs> oh, I see. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I think mm-hmm. he's lost he's himself in the character. I think we're seeing a Daniel Day-Lewis kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Stanislavski mm-hmm. method going, you know, when yeah. he is that guy, he's that guy. And then when he's the killer, he's the killer. So and then, but like he knows of his invented personality, his mild mannered, yes, handyman, super. But he gets so into it that he can't remember that it's invented when he's the super. 
Yeah, like I don't need this to ring true, but <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Nevertheless, it does not. It does not. Um, yeah, it's which is fine. It's a book. It's a book, and it's fine. Have some fun. Have some it's fun. It's just a stupid book. It's it's just. You know what? Things can be just stupid little things. You know? Yeah. Sometimes I, I just let things be stupid just little let things. things be stupid little things. Not everything has to like solve like world hunger or whatever. You know, like just let a thing like, be a thing. You a want thing. to invent a an ability to invent a personality <laughs> that is so <laughs> locked in it is unaware of you. Sure. Fine. Fine. I'll let you do, do that. I'll let you do that. I'll let you have that. Yeah. Because because it's the only thing interesting in this book. It's the only thing interesting. Because if we didn't have that, we would just have what this would we have? teenage. We would have the other book, which is a teenage girl just like yeah. hanging out with a cop. <laughs> and like not being able to like prevent being attacked. Right. Exactly. Which this. Okay. So she sees a bunch of different murders happening or like, I mean, I guess it is technically murder. I was going to say not murder, yeah. but like scaring someone into falling off of a tall building. <laughs> it's like, a form of murder. That is a form of murder. <laughs> um, and so she sees that a lot, like six different people, like so many people. And she, it's more like three. And then she tells the cop and the cop's like, oh my God, I, with that knowledge, I was able to go in with my troops to save this person or... The in one, at one time she saw this handyman and she was like, "I saw you the last time I saw you. You were dead, 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 falling off of a building." And he's like, "Listen, lady, I'm trying to do my job here. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about." And she's like, "I'm from New York." Yeah, he's like, "I'm walking Pizza here, pie, walking." And yeah, he's like, "Oh, someone needs their their pipes Who's fixed talking up." Talking to me, and he's like, "I'm Who's climbing." Talking to me, pal. And then he's like, I, listen, I do a lot of my work up here on the on the roof and I got to I got to do my job. OK, lady. And she's like, just remember what I said. And then she leaves with the cop and the cop's like, you're doing great. <laughs> he's like, you're <laughs> such a good psychic. Um, well, the cop is she's like, OK, so what do we do? And the cop's like, I guess nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, there's nothing we can do. Wish there wish there were something we could do. And she's like, oh, the system's really janked up. <laughs> he's like. That's true. Thank you for listening. And then the guy, the like handyman guy later is able to stop himself from being scared off of a building because he's like, I remembered what that girl said. And she was telling me that I needed to have some kind of weapon on me because there's a guy and he's living, he's coming up on the roof and he's going to scare me off the roof and I can't have that. So I found a pipe and I used it to beat the man in the head. And I guess he's fine. Like, like that's the other thing is that the, yeah. the super he, is fine. He survives. Well, he's not a super. This is the watch. No, but I mean, the super the gets beamed the in killer. the head with a with a crowbar. Oh. He's fine. Well, yep. He's like, but I was a little bit scared. Well, so maybe I wasn't well, swinging he just right. Like, he's like, I scared yeah, him away. Well, I don't. Yeah. He didn't make contact. I don't think because this guy couldn't even the night watchman couldn't even tell whether or not it was a man or a woman. Right, right, right. He was just swinging. He was like, I got a crowbar. And he's like, the book really wants us to think it might be. Oh, the sister. Grayson's sister, which I absolutely (laughs) never did. I was like, stop. It's like, I'm sorry. She's very busy off in her madman 
<laughs> Mad Men world. Oh my god, on advertising I know. and marketing. She's like the the uh, fuck. What's her name? Um, uh, Mad Men. Um, Joan. She's like Joan. She's got to go yeah. in, get sexually <laughs> harassed. Got to be like, damn. Okay, this is just the way that it is, and I have to navigate this like fucked up world. And I'm gonna get tired of it sometimes. But you know what? A girl's got to eat. And the speech that she gives, the sister's name is Kara. The speech that Kara, who names their kids Kara and Grayson, by the way. <laughs> the speech that Kara gives Grayson to try to make us think it might truly be her, where she's like, don't you even think about like how hard it is for me to be like worrying about you all the time. I was like, I don't buy this for a fucking no. second. This is so made up just to try <laughs> to make me think she has some kind of fucking motive. She has not acted like this at any other point. And in no world is it Grayson's fault that like she's sick and gets worried over. No, 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 no. It's no, fucking no. stupid. I hated that. I hated no, that. No, that was that. so dumb. It was so out of character. That was like so no weird. motivation whatsoever. I know. It's mostly just her like running around and being like, I'm late for work. I'm a businesswoman in New York City. <laughs> yes. I'm wearing my business clothes again, you can see. <laughs> yeah, she's like constantly stomping around the apartment in her suit. And Grayson's like, oh, she's got to just learn to relax, order a pizza and watch a movie for God's sake. And she's like, I can't do that. I've got to go to work because she needs to get the she needs to get the something account. I don't know. Triple A. I forget what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we know anything. Here's what about. I'm going to tell you. She's not a fucking ad person. I don't know why we're saying that. She's not. I think she's she? she's I, like I works she in a in law marketing. office or some shit. Oh, marketing? I thought she Maybe was a marketing. A marketist. So that's like. Yeah, that's adding. Ad, ad similar. Is, yeah. She's a madman. She's my sister. And she works as much as my sister. Yeah. And then you're like, why can't we just relax with some ice cream? <laughs> also, I have a history of being ill. Oh, my gosh. Did you feel attacked by this book? Because you're also psychic. <laughs> yeah. And I have also done some work with the police. And so I didn't feel like attacked so much as like Represent royalties. Representation matters. <laughs> yeah. Representation matters. It was important to see myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, you know, there also wasn't really... What was the big showdown? Oh, right. The roof. She like she does a Tom Cruise jump from one <laughs> roof to another. Oh, but he gets too scared because he's he becomes. Yeah, he, yeah, he turns back into his alter ego because he's so afraid of heights or because it's like time to go back to real life or something. <laughs> well, because he has an appointment later to go fix someone's like subway tile. Yeah, he's, he's got to go finish the tile in her apartment. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> I'm back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And he's like, what am I doing And then doing immediately up here? gets arrested. I know. I know. He's like, he's like, wait, what am I doing? I'm here. I'm so scared. And they're like, get on the fucking ground. Get on the ground. And oh, he's, he's like, no. what? I, I, wait, Grayson, what are you, what's happening to me? <laughs> this this poor alter ego. Yeah. And then this it's poor like, invented me. He gets fucking like tackled and he's like, what's that? Huh? And then inside of him, unbeknownst to him, there's like the killer being like, hee, 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 hee. Roy just giggling. Roy. <laughs> Stepbrother is going to be punished. Roy and like Darby or Doyle or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget what his name was. I don't, I don't recall. Um, I also really never believed it was the cop. 
They tried to make us think oh my it was God. the fucking cop okay, for a that second. Shit? I was like, okay. stop it. The moment that you were really you upset doing? about, which was the sister <laughs> speech, right? I had mm-hmm. a similar feeling of like complete and utter abject rage when, so the cop comes in and he's got like glittering eyes and he's yeah, like- the whole glittering Ugh. eyes thing. And he's like, ah, so you know who the killer is, don't you? And she's like, oh fuck, it's the cop. And I was like, girl, what are you fucking talking about? But she's like, it's the cop. Oh, my God. I have to pretend that I think it's my sister because, like, I need to distract him. Which is, well, you know, we've said, just pretend. That's great. Love yeah, that. at least she does that. So she just pretends. But she's like, oh, my God. His eyes are so glittery. So she's then. So glittery and full of murder. At the end, I, I was like, I would have rather you didn't explain the glittering eyes than what you did. Because what they did was she was she was like but he's like wow i can't believe i was wrong about the killer and she's like yeah but what about and he's like "Ah, my glittering eyes you say well i've been told that this is a problem of mine where my eyes glitter and that's because i usually think i'm hot on the tail of some sweet arrests and i was like i would rather that you let that be unexplained yeah just like don't even don't even bring it up his I don't because you know you were misreading it yeah if she had honestly if if he had just been if if yeah, she had just him been having an explanation ready to go that it's like a diagnosis or Stop something it. Like he's like oh my god it's because i have yeah, adhd oh, my eyes are no, he, he's like oh yeah I, I i get cop eye when i'm about to catch yeah. a killer yeah 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 he's like oh i misdiagnosed myself as an introvert <laughs> <laughs> And now I'm like realizing that I need people around me. It's like, truly, if she had just been like, fine, you want to explain it, have her be like, oh, I, I, I didn't realize you were just excited about, because that's, that's easy enough, right? To just be like, oh, I mistook like being excited about being close to catching somebody. That's totally normal to think that that is like murderous glee. That's fine. But for him to be like, yes, it's a problem that I've struggled with for my yeah. adult life. <laughs> People have told me about it before. It's not like uh-huh. a shellfish allergy. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you don't so, actually like this isn't real. It's not you a don't clinical thing. I glitter a glittery eye. <laughs> she should have been like, stop trying to like compete with me for attention about having an eye thing because like I think tra- cornea transplant is a little bit more of a thing than like glittery eye syndrome. Yep. He was just trying to be a part of the conversation. He's like, me too. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, actually, no. I understand eye things as well. Yeah. Because yeah. of my glittery eye that w- you mentioned. I'm so glad that you brought it up. <laughs> she's yeah. like, no, no, no. That wasn't what I was just like. Yes, it's very serious. I should get it checked out <laughs> as well. Maybe yeah. I need Eileen's other cornea. <laughs> oh my god and so i can he's be just, with her forever this is, this is a long con for him to, to get eileen's cornea he's yes. like he's like ah oh, yes my eye glittery mm. eye syndrome the only cure being um a cornea transplant my dead love's cornea ew okay what if another human being already. what if he killed her and just wanted her corneas isn't this something like <laughs> Okay, Eyes of Laura Mars. Is that something? Did you ever watch that movie? No. The Eyes of Laura Mars. Okay. That sounds really interesting. I really liked this movie a lot. Yes, I loved this movie. 
Okay. I only ever watched it as a kid. I have not seen it as an adult, but it used to be one of my favorite movies. It's a 1978 American neo-noir mystery thriller starring, okay, ready? Faye Dunaway and Tommy Lee Jones. Wow. Right? Okay. I've not heard of this. Okay. Um, so basically, uh, the producer was dating, uh, John Peters was dating Barbara Streisand and bought the screenplay as a starring vehicle for her, but she was like, this story is too kinky and I don't want to do it. <gasps> Um, so then they cast Faye Dunaway, um, and it's an American version of Italian Giallo. Um, so basically she's a fashion photographer who specializes in stylized violence. I'm just reading the plot off of Wikipedia. Uh Um, oh, right. Okay. 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 So then there's controversy about her photographs saying like, do they glorify violence? Are they degrading to women? Oh, interesting. So during that, she begins seeing in first person through the eyes of the killer, real-time visions of the murders of her friends and colleagues. Um, So then there's like a lieutenant in charge of the case um, and her fashion shoots. So the the guy in charge of the case, show the police officer shows her unpublished police photographs and they look like her fashion shoots. Ooh. Yeah. And then she, um, they start to fall in love, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then I guess I won't spoil it, but. Interesting. Oh my God. I just read the thing. What? <laughs> Okay, I did not remember this twist. I don't know if this movie's good. Oh my god, the, fi- the so the film's source story because it's it's a adaptation uh, was written by John Carpenter. Oh, and as was the earliest version of the screenplay. Um, and then um, Jack Harris, who did um, Dark Star, who worked with Carpenter on Dark Star, uh, optioned it and and uh, and and wrote it. Ooh, but Carpenter was pissed. Okay. He Mm. was like, the original script was really good, but it got shat upon. Mm. And interesting, interesting. Uh, Mixed reviews, um, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. I used to fucking love this movie. I, and it's really, I mean, I guess that explains a lot about me. Like me at like fucking 13 was like watching this movie (laughs) over and over and over and over again. So funny. Oh, Brad Dorif's in it. Love Brad Dorif. Huh. I'm going to watch this again. I'll let you know if, if it holds up. Where is it streaming? Possibly for free on Prime, but you might have to rent it unknown. Oh, yeah, because it might just be on, like, like just a available. Channel. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what it says. Oh, whoa. It just. Watch now. Oh, it's fucking playing. started. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it is available. It is available. Nice. Oh, leaves Prime in eight days. Better watch oh it Oh my God, act Whoa, quickly. I don't think I have ever seen Tommy Lee this young. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he's quite young. It's it calls him a veteran police lieutenant. Oh, rude. Wow. I mean, he's played a veteran police lieutenant like All 40 life, years apparently. after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, right? Like tw- maybe 30 years after the fact when he was in no country. 78, 88, mm-hmm. 98. So 88, 98, 2008. When did No Country come out? No Country for Old Men, 2007. Okay, 30 years later. That came basically. out in 2007? Don't even think about that. I know. That movie and- I was going to guess 2015. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. That movie and uh, oh There Will Be Blood, God. same year, right? What? Yeah. Let me see. 
Because that was a strong year. What? Yeah, 2007. That was a very strong year. Very strong year. I mean, wow. Um, oh, did you hear that uh, Cormac McCarthy is coming out with two new books in 2023 or two, I think? Nope. Yep. That's just hmm. a little bit of news that I heard this morning or that I read. I don't hear news. Do you hear news? Do you listen to the news? Um, I mean, I hear news if somebody is relating. Like someone's speaking news to, you. to me. Yeah. Okay. But I do not listen. I, do, I don't like watch the news. Do we know anybody? I Does anyone? Twitter. Okay. Do any of you guys watch the news? I do not watch the news. I only read articles. Me too. I hate all broadcast news. It's despicable. It's like extremely grating and impossible for me to actually watch. Yeah. Okay, all cable news is unwatchable to me. And like, what? I'm going to specifically tune in at 11 to watch the local. Like, no, I'm not doing it. In that. no world. Are you kidding me? No. I have subscriptions to newspapers. That's how I get my news and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mostly hear news from like someone, like you said, someone being like, did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear the news? Have you heard? There's a rumor in St. Petersburg. Um <laughs> Oh, should I not sing that because it's Russian? <laughs> <laughs> the disdain. Yeah. I saw that that was being taken off Disney Plus and somebody had to be like, it's not I know, because I know. of the war. Well, because a lot of people were doing that. <laughs> they were like, oh, wow. <laughs> Which like, uh, guess I'll stop drinking all this fucking vodka out of this water bottle. Yeah, I like truly just like the weird, like performative shit i am tired of it but it was quite funny yeah seeing people like wanting to chase that adrenaline of anger and be mad about mm -hmm. that i was like no not this time though like i am very happy with like how quickly public opinion has like gotten on the side of ukraine and yeah that's great behind the country it's just like very very sad that we have not done this for any other country yeah and on top of it in like the last hundred years and like on top of it like the weird like performative shit of like mm, changing russian dressing to be um american dressing I mean, i'm like that is like some real freedom for us die 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 die, die 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 Stop. like i thought that we were past this but there's people that love also, that shit i thought we were in an age where we like understand that we don't want to punish the citizens of the country yeah yeah that's decided to go to war also, okay, this is going to be a slightly, this is just me bitching about something I think is tangentially, I think thematically related. Okay. Mm -hmm. I really, 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 really don't like, um, I don't know how to say this. When Elon Musk, I, I hear you. I hate, I do hate Elon Musk. Okay. I'm going to say, and, and, and there, I'm going to say this with a big caveat because like 5% of the posts, I'm like, oh, that is funny. But 95% mm -hmm. of the time I'm irritated and annoyed. But like, you know, those like conservative self-owns like, oh, yeah, like Twitter profiles or whatever, yeah. where to me, I'm like, okay, so like, you're just like picking the dumbest fucking person that like you don't agree with. And like, you're like, oh, look at how stupid this person is. Like, like, I don't know, there's something like, because usually you're still seeing someone spout racism or whatever uh -huh. but like it's not someone in power it's just like any random conservative yeah and on top of it i'm like 
they're like so gleeful about like someone just being stupid and like you're you're like giving them oxygen you know what i mean yeah like i fucking hate i i thought that we do we not understand by now that the mere act of retweeting to dunk on someone just gives them yeah a bigger megaphone yeah yeah because like the way i love to live my life i mean my dream my fucking like oh my god like i am like like vibrating with power right is like (laughs) just like living my life and then because this is the other thing right we've learned about this in both like improv and i think like acting and all that stuff right where it's like the person with lower status cares more Uh uh-huh so like to me if you're like falling over yourself to like show how stupid someone is being like that's not solving the problem at hand which is like more maybe like endemic and like mm, what's the word (sighs) i don't know how to describe it it's like pointing out someone being so violently racist or whatever 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 as a way and i because i often see a lot of like white people tweeting this stuff where mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, but like that's such an easy, that's such an easy thing to say, right? That like this racist idiot is a racist idiot. Whereas like it's a little bit harder to look at more insidious types of racism that or whatever it is that maybe exists everywhere and and it's a little bit more uncomfortable to look at. Um it's just it's it's just very easy. It's a very very low hanging fruit, and I'm like not interested in that. I just want to live my life like, oh, I wasn't even th- think like that fucking quote from um, Mad Men where uh uh what's his name I forgot his name um says to uh oh is it the thing about like I feel bad for you going to Vietnam or something? oh no I do love that though but like when when um what's his uh, fuck I forgot his name but uh, he says to uh john ham's character i feel bad for you and john ham's character says i don't think about you at all like that Mm -hmm. is power and like so to me i'm like i would rather like not be like doing fucking cartwheels showing how stupid this person is like i'd rather just live my life and be fucking awesome than and 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 cause those people some fucking rage because of just how fucking amazing i'm being instead of wasting my energy pointing out how terrible this person is yeah it's like let's like focus our energy on changing it instead of just like shoving random racists in front of my face yeah get pissed at all day and also like showing this like very like completely like at a 10 racism does nothing to solve the smaller bits of microaggressions that occur every day because then you can say well it's not like that right like when i when i do something like racist or or just like how oppression is systemic or whatever you you don't you get distracted from that by saying like oh well this person who's being so like a buffoon of fucking conservatism i feel like it takes pressure off of the middle do you does that make sense Uh uh-huh because the white model yes where it's like oh well we're not like that and it's like this weird it's like pantsuit nationy you know what i'm saying yeah it's that where I'm like, I don't know, you just seem kind of stupid too. Like you, this whole thing just seems fucking stupid. Yeah. I'm just very tired of outrage over, like for the sake of outrage instead of outrage with a purpose. Yeah, like what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. You know, are you just are you like, just okay, doing that it? that person's racist. Yeah. Great. Now I know about this 
person I'll absolutely never meet and I'm mad and sickened. Right. And for what? Right. And it's kind of, exactly. It's not like, I don't know. I'm really fucking exhausted and tired of all of, and I know I'm just using racism as an example, but it's like anything really, right? Like it's like whatever, just general. Like dumb, like Jordan Peterson worshiping. Yeah. Conservative dumb dumb on Twitter. You know what it reminds me of? to say that like contradicted himself or like made him sound like an idiot. It's like, yeah, they're sounding... Why Why did you have to make me aware of this idiot? Okay, I'm about to say something, and this is going to make me seem like I'm like, I saw it all along, but I did fucking see it all, see it all along. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> so do you uh-huh. remember when everyone was sharing that video of, um, I forgot, I think it was Laura Ingram maybe on her show um, talking about the series You, and it was like a who's on first type of comedy performance let's say it does sound familiar yeah so i forgot who the guy was but he was like oh this is like you and she's like what when did i talk about that and he was like you know you the series anyway i do remember that i saw it like everyone was like oh my god they're so fucking stupid and i was like okay well what i'm seeing is just like a weird like Comedy a bit. comedy bit that's done at like a church talent show okay like like <laughs> d- desperately unfunny like ho- like just hokey and cheesy and dorky like this is not like I, my antenna were instantly up like i was like oh this is f- some fake weird like because they're also like acting in it like it's just bad but everyone was like gleefully sharing it around like, oh my God, look how stupid these conservatives are. And I was like, oh no, idiots! no, they, they played this. you. Which like, I'm not saying that you're stupid if you thought it was real because like, here's the thing. Those kinds of people do frequently say stuff that fucking stupid. So I understand like, like Sorry. the- I was pulling it up. I was pulling oh, up no worries. a story like, about- Because like the joke is ultimately on Laura Ingram for this because she acts so stupid that people would believe that it's not a joke. Um, but I don't know. Like it, I feel like that lines up the same for me where it's like, like instead of just like, and I'm not saying reach across the aisle. Of course, I'm not fucking saying that. But it just smacks of like a complete lack of empathy and rather like a cruel mean-spiritedness that I... I don't know. I'm just tired of, I guess, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that um, Penn Badgley also saw through the bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he seems smart. Yeah. It just like everybody's, we're all being played. It just feels like we're all being played. We're all being played all the time. Nothing it. matters. <laughs> no, I mean, nothing matters and everything matters, unfortunately. Like I'm like, this is <laughs> maybe even more off topic. Mm. Um, but I'm just like, I'm tired of like opinions on movies being made political. Oh when my God. In any way yeah, political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, like if you like DC or Marvel movies, like since when does this mean like liberal or, or conservative? Like since when does this mean like you're good or you're a good or bad person? Yeah, there is a morality ascribed are, like, to. Like Zack Snyder. Yeah, no, you are, there's. And I understand like a his earlier movies, if you're like going to criticize the actual content of the movies, I get right. it. But like people just being like, oh, all Zack Snyder fans are this or like um, all Marvel, like Marvel movies are perfect and DC movies are bad. And, and 
Last Jedi is if you hate it, it means you're sexist and like yeah. And if and if you love it, then that means you support women. And it's just like when did yeah in what how yeah how did we get here? Why is everything? It's like somebody made a joke. Like they're amazed that like that daylight savings um bill passed Congress unanimously because like he would have thought that like years ago. <laughs> somebody would have like started calling it like liberal time or conservative time just because like we politicize like fucking everything now. And I'm like, yeah, that is how bad it's gotten. Yeah. (laughs) Is that like, you'd think that there would be some weird liberal conservative divide on daylight savings time for no reason, because that's how like what I'm tired of people just choosing sides on everything when it has like nothing to do with it. Yeah. I mean, there is, it's it's that rising like that, right? It's there's there's the identity in fandom, right? Where it's kind of like mm-hmm. this obsessive, like I'm a this fan, I'm a that fan, and then there's this like morality th- ascribed to if you like something or if you don't like something. Yes, everything is a morality, play, but it's though. I think it's it's because people. I'm trying to give as forgiving of a read to this as I can. Perhaps it's the idea, it's the feeling of the fear of not mattering. Right. Be that because you're marginalized, be that because just in general, right, everyone's voice is so loud on the Internet. It means that everyone's voice is equally quiet, you know. And so there is this Mm -hmm. fear of like, well, I'm not mattering. I'm not I don't have this. I I don't have an identity because I'm not being heard. So therefore or or even just like there are so many different types of identities. Right. And and I'm not even I, I, I just mean like there is this weird obsession with 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 looking externally to craft an identity as opposed to just being like mm-hmm. oh i'm just me i don't know i'm like i i'm 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 more than a woman who likes cheese i'm 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 me and that's impossible to quantify and that's okay i think a lot of people are not okay with with the impossibility to quantify what a person is uh because there's like and they need that external label um and so because their their self is so inex like inextricable from the content that they consume, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's like, well, you're attacking me. It's just so weird. But I mean, you have everybody to, like, lost their mind so thoroughly when Trump got elected that yeah. like now it's like if you don't share my opinion on a movie without knowing anything about you, I'm going to accuse you of like about who you voted for i know i know i'm like what (laughs) yeah i mean that it truly like and here like i'll speak on 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 or it's like everybody's so eager to be on the right side of history that they're like drawing that line everywhere it's like you're either you're like i i'm i'm right and i'm good and i'm yeah, I'm seeing enemies everywhere, and they're they're kind of historic historicizing themselves in the moment too, like yeah. wanting to preserve the narrative as they speak, and rather than just like living your fucking life, you know. I don't know. I'm gonna. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Go to the fucking beach. I don't like get get away from this shit. Like truly, because it's so it's so toxic. Because when we do this. Where it's just like so ridiculous. Like, why? Why do conservatives think they have to hate turning red? Oh my god, that was so weird. I thought that movie was of so freaking things. cute. It was so. Cute. I really liked it. I like laughed. I cried. Yeah, I. It was it great. Was so cute. It was great. I loved it. 
It was really cute. And like, because that, I feel like because that guy said he couldn't, that reviewer, like some people said they couldn't relate to it because it was like about an Asian teen girl. Mm -hmm. Then it was like every, it's like lines started to be drawn on it. And so now like, I was worried I wasn't going to like it because people were hyping it up so much on Twitter that I was like, oh no, did we like draw a line? So now if like, if you're a Democrat, you have to like turning red. Yeah. And you have to like go crazy about it on Twitter. Um, So I was like very relieved when I watched it and just like actually genuinely liked it. Because <laughs> it was like, I was afraid that we were drawing this line. Like if you hate it, you're racist. And if you love it, that means that you're not racist. Yeah. And so you better love it. Yeah, I was actually kind of worried about that too. Because I feel like that happens a lot. Because it's like not fair to the movie. It's not fair to the movie that this line got drawn because like this one racist guy's review got so much attention. Yeah. Yeah. And now and, and, all conservatives are like review bombing it. And it's just like, if you just watched the movie yeah. and judged it for what it is, it would just be another cute Pixar movie to you. Yeah. It was very cute. I thought it was really cute. It I thought so it was cute. very funny. I laughed out loud many times. I got misty eyed. I I thought it was, I thought it was a really sweet story about accepting who you are and like the fears of growing up and and all of that stuff. Like I I I really liked it. And I and I actually went into it same as you, worried. Well, because also like it was just like the hype machine got going on Twitter, and I was afraid that like people were saying super supportive things. Yeah, like to just to try to help it. Well, because also I felt that way. I've felt that way about stuff and like as an Asian person, I was like, okay, guys, let's have this be good for us, you know? And yeah. and, <laughs> and I've had movies in the past that I've seen and I'm not going to name them specifically because I feel like people, I'm just going to get fucking jumped on, but there have been. Yeah. Like I don't want to shit on any movies, right. but. But there have been movies that I've seen that are like quote Asian movies. Um, Actually, there's only one that I'm thinking of specifically. And it, it you know, was a children's movie, but Mm -hmm. um where but it got like super hyped up on yes, twitter everyone was like it's perfect it's perfect it's perfect it's perfect and i watched it and i was like yo <laughs> it was not perfect i was like what are you talking about literally i don't want to gaslight you but you sound fucking crazy right now <laughs> like yeah like i was just like what is like what are you talking about this is not a nowhere near a perfect movie what are you saying um or like i felt that way when people are like a, like in a in a like losing their minds over Captain Marvel and yeah. just because it was a f big female superhero movie. And I was like, but it was boring. Yeah. It was boring. You guys. Yeah. You don't have to say that it was great just because of like woman was the main superhero. Yeah. I understand we wanted it to be great for that reason, but like stop lying. Yeah. I thought it was fine. That's my uh -huh. Captain Marvel takeaway. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was boring. It was kind of boring. I thought Jude Law was hot in it, but maybe that makes me a bad feminist because I thought a guy was hot. <laughs> Whatever. I'm turning around the male gaze. An observation. About that. Sorry to make an observation. Look, I'm, I'm married, not buried. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I mean, 
I'm hitched. I'm not in a ditch. Okay. <laughs> Am I right? Wait, did you just make that up? Or is that also? Uh, I did just make oh that up. Oh my God. You should have Thank your you. job be like just coming up with alts to I'm married, not married. <laughs> I've got the old ball and chain. I'm not. Uh, oh God. I'm not. I'm not. In eternal mm, pain in hell as I was bad in life. <laughs> hey hey oh hey yo look Mm, great start (laughs) i'm partnered up i'm not Mm. underground oh (laughs) lost it lost it lost it lost it yeah you know what sophomore slump sophomore slump (laughs) it was just that second one this third one's gonna be great it's gonna be really good it's gonna be really good it's gonna be so good okay 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 what's another word for married uh Hey, I'm wed, not dead. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's what? good. That's really good. I just that's really good. That's really good. It. Um, uh, third. I, hey, I, hey, I'm betrothed, what is not good? uh uh being mowed over with a lawnmower after being buried under grass. See, mine are too long. That was so good. Thank Kelly. you so that much. So the problem is, I come up with the beginning and don't think about the end. Yeah, you got it. That's the thing is you got to think of the second yeah, one. First. You have to think of the second one first. You have to think of the second one first. And it's like, how do you even do that? I don't know. Okay. M- married, married. Um, uh, what's another, what's another thing that people can be? Okay. So we already said, um, married. We already said hitched. We already said wed. Uh, okay. Hey, I'm, I'm husband and wife, not l- devoid of life. <laughs> <laughs> yay you did yay, it yeah 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 you did it oh my god mm, i did it you did it thank you so much that means a lot coming from you um well wow. so that was so that was second, second sight <laughs> that was second sight in a rant like Ye- four rants that was like uh, good i feel like okay right there look sometimes we have to get a rant out it's not gonna be always but sometimes it happens it's not gonna be pretty <laughs> But it is going to be honest. <laughs> also, go watch Turning Red. It's so cute, you guys. Watch it. It's super cute, and it's not fair. And I feel like if we could pull, like, just like, let's fucking deescalate this culture war, you guys. Yeah. Let's get mad about real shills and the laws. Yeah. And like the fucking world, like just ending and shit. Real like real shit. Let's not just fucking attack. Like don't don't waste your energons uh, on bullshit. It, like, if you gotta, if you feel yourself becoming tired. like overwhelmed like with that feeling, just like put your phone down and like literally like I don't know, go for a walk outside, like be mm-hmm. be near a tree, maybe like get yourself a little cafe latte. Do something, you know, do something <laughs> like treat yourself. Yeah, do something little and then I think it will pass. Like unfollow, stop, stop dunking on things online. Yeah, that re- if you can't, if you think that you can't relate to something just because it's like not your cultural background or your gender, that's fucking, that is fucking stupid. Yes, and to say, and you do deserve to be dunked on. I was just afraid that then, in response to that guy, we were overhyping it, thus increasing the cultural right. battle going on we weren't, we weren't it was really freaking it. genuinely good it's just really good um yeah it was great i also think that the trailer was maybe unfair to it because 
I didn't even see a trailer. Okay, so I saw one and I was like, oh man. But I think, <laughs> sometimes I think trailers, like they just pick the most broad jokes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially kids. Yeah. Movies. And they're like TV really shows. like frenetically cut because they're mm-hmm. for kids. So, but cute, this cute, was cute, like cute, a cute. really cute, I really, really recommend it. It was, it was very cute. It, I was delighted at how cute it was. They were oh, like. Very sweet. Yeah. Really sweet. And, and it just really funny. relatable. And super specific. Like all of the characters were like, like I, I I forgot who said this quote and someone responded to that terrible man's review with this quote. And I forget who it is. Might've been me and I might've been Roger Ebert. Yes, it is Roger Ebert. I love that <laughs> quote. It was you. Yep, it was me. Oh my God, isn't that great when, when someone quotes you to yourself, A, but that then B, so great. when they're like about to talk good about something behind your back and then it <laughs> is it actually about you? And it turned out I did it. Yeah, that's always like the best. Well, really good job because I fucking oh, love God. that tweet. I mean, that it was uh, the that per- quote was it, really good. It was totally happenstance that I just saw that quote. And so maybe somebody else was responding to it without having responded to it. But somebody posted that quote seemingly apropos of nothing. Right. Like just because. But I saw it. And then later I saw that review. Kismet. Yeah. And it was just Kismet. I'm wow. looking for it now and I'll send it to you and then you can read it because you brought it up. Oh, thank you. That's very nice. But I've been tweeting a lot lately because I'm very mad about very mad about laws being passed. Yeah. In southern states. So you're having to scroll a bit. And I'm having to scroll and I'm very mad and I'm also really trying to hype up this new deal for animation, you guys. There is a rally taking place this Sunday, March twentieth, if you're in the Burbank, Los Angeles area. You are invited to come. It is at Yahtzee Local 80 at 2 p.m. I'm still scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> I'm almost there, though. I've almost found it. La, 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 la. Here it is. I bet that this person was responding to this critic and was like doing it in an even classier way than me by not even referencing it. <laughs> Doo-doo. Sending to you. In a text. Great. Thank you. Text message received. <laughs> oh, no, it's not this quote. <laughs> <laughs> But this is a very good quote. It's not it this quote, though. Quote. Um, okay, we are all born with a certain package. We are who we are, where we were born, who we were born as, how we were raised. We're kind of stuck inside that person. And the purpose of civilization and growth is to be able to reach out and empathize a little bit with other people, find out what makes them tick, what they care about. For me, movies the movies are like a machine that generates empathy. If it's a great movie, it lets you understand a little bit more about what it's like to be a different gender, a different race, a different age, a different economic class, a different nationality, a different profession, different hopes, aspirations, dreams, and fears. It helps us to identify with the people who are sharing this journey with us. And that, to me, is the most noble thing that good movies can do. And it's a reason to encourage them and to support them and to go to them. That is a lovely quote, but that's not what I was talking about. That's funny. The The, the quote that I was talking about was uh, writing advice. And it was just um, uh, when it, it, it was in response to them it being like, this is too specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, well, you should make your characters as specific as possible because that creates truth and truth is what's relatable. Yeah. Which is, Specificity I, I love Specificity yeah. is good storytelling. It's good. Because then otherwise you have a bland fucking main character who yes. we can't even remember the, her first fucking name, Grayson. And the problem, exactly. And the problem is... The problem with this man is that he has seen so many white, mm-hmm. cis, male protagonists, yeah, male protagonists that he has come to think that is a default universal mm-hmm. 
story that everyone can relate to. When, when really in fact, it's just there's more, ma- more Asians than him, human. dumbass. Yes. We're just relating to the humanness of those characters. And we because we have been able to see ourselves in them because we had no other choices. Now it's uh, your yes. turn to empathize and relate to people who look different than you. And I think if you'd he- grown up with these other stories, he wouldn't have this brain rot. Yeah. Which is why representation does actually matter. And I think, yes, that is a really good point. I think also, right, like the whole point of like, if you if you write a character or a story that's very highly specific, I think that that does increase empathy. It, additionally, because like, let's look at the, let's look at the idea of uh, horror movies as an example of um, sexual violence. Like mm-hmm. as, as, a, as, a, as oftentimes slasher films are uh, metaphors for sexual violence. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a really well-crafted one can do basically, right? Like it's this very specific situation, right? Like usually you're like a final girl and you're running from a murderer and blah, 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 blah. And it's, and, 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 and someone watching this movie, hopefully if they are an empathetic person <laughs> and this is a well-crafted film, will see this and they will think, man, I really would not want to get fucking chased by a murderer that really sucks like that scares me and that that's very scary like i am scared for her as i'm watching this movie and even though you've never experienced something like that you are putting yourselves in the shoes of the main character right exactly and if it is a successful like meta like a a well-crafted metaphor for something else then it's like oh i see this is life or death for this person and like I'm just using sexual violence as, as an example because oftentimes it is a, a metaphor for that. Then it's like, oh, autonomy. That's very important to me. Oh, that's taking away someone's autonomy. Oh, if I do something without someone's consent, that takes away their autonomy. This is like that. Hopefully all of that happens like, like in someone's brain without them realizing it. <laughs> it's all like, yeah, under happening, happening within like the coding of their mind. Right. But like, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I just don't understand. Like, and well, he's very fucking stupid, like, Lindsay. It, very he, stupid. It, this man is so stupid. Because like, tell me what is are are you telling me that as hmm. a teenage boy, sir, you never hid under your bed and looked at pictures of girls? Yeah, and masturbated. Mm-hmm. And were horny about it. Yeah. Are you telling me that your parents you you never felt like you were measuring up to their expectations of you? Mm-hmm. You never ever felt like you were letting them down maybe are you telling me that you never felt the push and pull of like loving your parents but wanting to spend more time with your friends are you telling me that you never had something you wanted to go to that your parents said no to that you flipped out on them for like all of these things are universal experiences the dressing is specific yeah but it's that which should then make you a more empathetic person. You go, oh, I had all of these like universal experiences. And so did this like little Asian Canadian girl. I'm the yeah. same as a little Asian Canadian girl. Isn't okay. that beautiful? I'm going to, I'm about to, you talk. stupid idiot. I'm about to do the same thing that you did, but in a way meaner way. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, yes. This man, right? Let's say, because he could probably watch. Let's say he would watch Thor and be like, see, now this is relatable. And I, what I want to say is <laughs> this man looked yes, this at is the flip side of Chris that. Hemsworth 
and was like, mm-hmm. Relatable. That's like That's me. me. Honey, no. I'm so sorry to tell you the truth. That is as different to you as a little Canadian Asian girl. It, because so. you can't get those gains. I'm sorry. More so. You never More know. so. More I, so. That's a fucking Asgardian, like, God person, half whatever. And, and you also, think that I'm that's sorry, the same? Like, he brought up Toy Story as being, like, so universally relatable. Toy Story is very gendered in how Andy plays with his toys. Mm-hmm. I had completely different storylines with my toys, sir. And I'm sorry to say, but they were all in relationships and they were all having sex. And that was like from age eight. Yeah, no. And listen, I was really creative on how to make my like dolls have sex because a lot of times their legs don't do what you want them to do. Yeah. And they all have to do the splits all the time. They're all all scissoring. They're all scissoring. Nonstop scissoring. Just nonstop scissoring and just like face. (laughs) Just, just kiss, mashing, kiss, mashing, kiss, mashing, 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 mashing. Like, yes. the, I, so I didn't see that reflected in Toy no. Story. I still related to loving my toys. Yeah. I'm sorry, but all, sir, everything to you that, think yeah. was universally relatable was gendered. Yeah. It was specific to your experience. It's just that I'm an empathetic person and I was still able to relate to it. So like, is that, ex- did my toys play cowboy did my toys fight aliens no i'm sorry my toys were fucking yeah but i still understood missing my toys so what we just did is basically what we create what we critiqued people for doing but here's the thing we're not perfect we never said we were we're just right all the time so in this instance we're right and in the other instance we were also right (laughs) no we're always right and this is all the same point which is that like get mad at the people you know right. what the difference is, Lindsay, though? <laughs> you know what the difference is? Because we're sitting here talking about a but gossip. Because you, you, can, you can talk shit about people all you want. In fact, that's very fun often. So, like, so what fun. we're doing is we're just gossiping and talking shit about this guy. Just sorry that we have a podcast. As opposed to, it. yeah, it's just the microphones happen to be here. You know what I'm saying? to be here because content needs it's to king. be created. Because content is king. But what we're not doing is like creating a like Twitter account called like, I don't know, like like movie reviewer self owns and just like tweeting, like tweeting images of this guy's. You know what I mean? Well, it's like it, because because this man does matter. This man had influence. This man is like he has a website where his reviews are published. It matters, and then other people saw that review, and then they decided that they completely agree with him for these reasons. That is yeah. the problem. That's why I like criticizing this guy versus like rando racist that I like never heard of, has no effect on my life, has no power, has no like legislative ability, has no microphone. Right. It's like let's one, just let them be. Yeah, and like then one focus on what matters. One is like cultural discussion and then the other one is like Randy Rainbow. Yeah. One has a platform. Yeah. And then the other is just like I would never have heard of this person. It's just like, I'm just going to like make really cheap, nothing jokes about this thing. Do you know what I'm saying? I think it's, I think it's the craftsmanship (laughs) that I'm upset about. I think that's what it is. You know what? Also, it is. Hey, things that are, you're annoyed by don't have to perfectly line up. No, 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 exactly. And, and here's what, here's what I'm saying. You can go, I don't like it when you do it, but I do like it when this other person does it. And because my prerogative. It's because I'm like, this thing, you know what it is? 
it's like when I don't like if someone is just mean, just to be mean. But if you're fucking funny about it, I'm like, okay. Like if you're gonna insult mm-hmm. me and like say something funny about about that shit, then like I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, you know what? That was pretty fucking funny. Um, or like if it's like a well crafted I, I just think that like when jokes or like criticism is too easy, I'm like yeah, I don't know. Everybody fucking knows that. You're not changing the fucking world by saying that like racism's bad. I don't know what to tell you. But if you can craft something, I, I think it's just I, I expect like, better of people. I don't know. I'm just tired of the outrage accounts, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, and just because like the ju- weird. like retweeted so much. And then it's like, just like, can we all just like, I can only be mad at so many things. And like the weird, like maniacal glee with which people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like that they engage in. Anyway, well, anyway, that was second sight. That was second sight. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, that was second sight. Thank you so much, I everybody. I do not recommend it. Oh no, I would say definitely like, skip it's this not, one. Like, if you like reading every book, sure, go for it. It's not like offensive. It's just sure. very skippable. It's just like boring and like kind it's of waste. Just, of time. I was just like, really? Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's just it's like short. it wasn't exciting getting from one moment to the next. It was short. No. Yeah. Interesting concept. Really cool concept. Mm-hmm. We'll say that. But that was sim- the similar that, problem that the last book had, remember? Really yeah. interesting concept. It seems execution. to be like somewhat of a run, actually. Yeah. No, I yeah. was going to say that was kind of the case with Blindfold, but Blindfold was different. We liked the character in that one. Oh, yeah. I liked that character. Yeah. We felt it was too long. It was just too long. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. If you want to support the show, uh, tell people about it. Leave us good reviews. Uh, but also patreon.com slash teen creeps. We've got a lot of cool stuff on there for mm-hmm. you. Um, a very special thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Adam Helwitz. Amanda Kay. Amanda Nangle. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Ashley Fritz. Brian Petty II. Caitlin L. Claire Moore. Carl. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny B. Drew Aranis, Emma, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Jana Fernandez, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Jason H, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicic, Jessica Smith-Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Sarsha Descaro, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Kodiak Siegel, Landry Desmond, Larry Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Max B, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bassert, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Kalihua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Wow. Hi, new people. Hi. Uh, thank you very much. We really appreciate you all. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're not telling you the book because we are recording late again. So <laughs> you'll find out. <laughs> that was all, right? I think that's all the biz. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. See you next time. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team 
and liking our page on Facebook.